In a quaint farm town, where the rhythm of life follows the sun, a farmer begins his day just as any other. But unbeknownst to him, this seemingly ordinary morning will forever alter the tranquility he is used to and plunge him into a world with more questions than answers. As he approaches the pasture, he notices something amiss. His cattle, usually docile and content, are now uneasy and frightened. Curiosity mixed with trepidation, he draws nearer and discovers the source of their distress. One of his prized cattle lies lifeless on the ground, its body bearing the marks of a malevolent presence. Its eyes, tongue, and organs have vanished, leaving behind a chilling void. The wounds appear cauterized, defying all understanding. Panic sets in as he rushes back to town, seeking answers. What he hears chills him to the bone. Stories of eerie lights in the night sky, sightings of unidentified flying objects, and rumors that the FBI has taken an interest due to a string of cattle mutilations across the country. The once tranquil farm town is now a place shrouded in uncertainty and unease. Whispers of unexplained phenomena and eerie encounters spread like wildfire, leaving the community forever changed. Now what if I told you that this shocking scene is based in truth? Throughout history, mysterious mutilations, eerie sightings, and unexplained phenomena have left investigators and inquisitive minds scratching their heads. Today, let's explore some mysteries that blur the lines between reality and the unknown. You might want to pack a fatty for this one. I'm Tiffany, and this is Ominous Obsessions. In the early 1970s, incidents of mutilated cattle, sheep, horses, rabbits, deer, bison, and elk, with the bloodless corpses often lacking jaw flesh, eyes, ear, tongue, lymph nodes, and genitalia, swept across the United States, drawing the attention of the FBI and sparking intrigue among the public. Reports of unidentified flying objects, or UFOs, in the vicinity only added to the sense of unease. Snippy, a gentle and beloved horse in Alamosa, Colorado, became the central figure in one of the most baffling cases of animal mutilation. On September 7, 1967, near the town of Alamosa in the San Luis Valley, Snippy, a three-year-old Appaloosa, failed to return to the Harry King Ranch, where she was stabled. Two days later, Mr. King, the ranch owner, discovered Snippy's remains roughly a quarter mile from the ranch house. According to his account, the neck and head had been completely stripped of flesh, leaving nothing but bare, seemingly sun-bleached white bone, while the rest of the mare remained unscathed. King returned the next day, accompanied by the horse's owners, determined to unravel the mystery surrounding Snippy's untimely death. But more questions than answers arose. There was no blood found on or around the body, and the flesh appeared to have been removed neatly and with precision. A number of burn marks were found on the ground in the vicinity of the carcass, and roughly a hundred yards away they discovered a shrub which was squashed nearly flat, 
and nearby was a series of six small, round indentations in the ground. The case soon drew the attention of the FBI, which dispatched agents to investigate this mysterious and disturbing event. As news of the investigation spread, speculation grew, with some suggest suggesting that the mutilations were the result of extraterrestrial activity, due to reported UFO sightings in the region. Despite extensive inquiries and investigations, the truth behind Snippy's horrifying demise remains unknown. Last year, I actually visited Alamosa at the suggestion of my friend Jordan. We took a girl's trip through Colorado and couldn't resist a stop in the town notorious for UFO sightings while we were on our way to the Great Sand Dunes National Park. There's not much of note in Alamosa besides for an alien watchtower, and the watchtower has tons of info on local UFO sightings and animal mutilations. Um, you can actually see Snippy's skeleton and leave something for the aliens on the grounds surrounding the watchtower. I think we left a Taco Bell hot sauce. I left a Taco Bell hot sauce packet when I was there. I don't remember what my friends left. But there's just all kinds of trinkets scattered about on the ground. Uh, it's definitely an interesting little stop. And if you're into aliens, I think you might appreciate it as well. There are more recent cases of animal mutilations aside from Skippy. In 2000, er, Skippy? Snippy. <laughs> in 2009, the Denver Post reported four calves were found mutilated in similar ways. And more recently, in 2019, five young purebred bulls mysteriously showed up dead in Colorado, drained of blood and with body parts cleanly removed. Reports of such unexplained mutilations carried out on both humans and animals have baffled investigators for decades, leading to speculation about whether the perpetrators might be otherworldly beings conducting biological experiments on Earth's inhabitants. While scores of reports have emerged from U.S. Western and Midwestern states detailing mysterious bloodless animal mutilations, human cases have been far less common and often much sketchier in their documentation. But on September 29, 1988, a middle-aged man's dismembered body was found near the shores Guarparanga Reservoir in Sao Paulo, Brazil. The circumstances surrounding this horrifying discovery were confusing to say the least as the body showed signs of precision dismemberment far beyond the capabilities of ordinary perpetrators. Local Dr. Rubens Goes brought forth a set of disturbing images to Encarnacion Garcia, taken at the official crime scene and provided by his cousin, police technician Rubens Sergio. The victim's identity remained concealed at the request of the family, adding more mystery to the case. The images revealed unsettling similarities between the wounds on the victim's body and those seen in numerous cases of UFO-related mutilated animals. Surprisingly, this crucial information was unknown to the initial investigators and medical professionals that were involved in the case. That was until Dr. Quenza unexpectedly offered his case files. Included in these files was a crucial autopsy description, providing chilling insights into the nature of the dismemberment. The precision and accuracy of the cuts, the removal of internal organs through small openings, the absence of excessive bleeding, and the eerie preservation of the body all pointed to possible UFO-related animal mutilations. Further examination revealed that the victim's eyes, ears, and oral cavity were also removed, consistent with patterns observed in other animal mutilation cases. Even more perplexing, the body exhibited signs of preservation, with no signs of animal predation or decomposition, and a complete lack of an offensive odor surrounding the corpse. The thing didn't stink. That confused people. <laughs> 
the autopsy report highlighted additional chilling details. The removal of the scrotum through an elliptical incision while the penis remained undamaged. The wounds were precise and unlike typical acts of violence, ruling out common explanations such as revenge or casual criminality. A striking parallel can be drawn between the Guarparanga situation and the case of Air Force Sergeant Jonathan P. Lovett, who was stationed at the White Sands Missile Test Range in 1956. In the realm of UFO investigations, an enigma known as Project Grudge Report 13 has captured the attention of many. The alleged 600-page document explores the chilling abduction of Air Force Sergeant Jonathan P. Lovett, a haunting incident said to have occurred in March of 1956. However, the U.S. government staunchly denies the existence of Report 13, leaving its details shrouded in secrecy and known only through accounts from individuals who claim to have encountered and analyzed it. Among these sources are William Cooper, a controversial conspiracy theorist, and William English, a former Green Beret captain. Both claim they were assigned to analyze and annotate versions of Grudge Report 13 in the early 1970s. English, who also analyzed the elusive document during his service at a U.S. Sec uh, security facility in England, recounted his findings through audio cassettes and a 1991 radio broadcast. Remarkably, Cooper and English, Cooper's and English's testimonies align closely, adding weight to the mystery. The unsettling incident involving Air Force Sergeant Jonathan P. Lovett and Major William Cunningham unfolded near Holloman Air Force Base in New Mexico. Major Cunningham was helping Sergeant Lovett on a task to restore dispersed wreckage from a current rocket test. The two members of the armed forces set out into the desert to look for the wreckage. Major Cunningham was startled when an unexpected scream pierced the air. Rushing to Lovett's aid, Cunningham was met with an unimaginable sight. Rather than finding Lovett tending to a snake bite as he naively assumed, Cunningham observed his friend being pulled by a lengthy serpentine arm surrounding his legs and attached to a silver disc floating 15 to 20 feet in the air. In shock, Cunningham could only watch helplessly as Lovett was drawn inside the strange craft, which then ascended into the sky. Filled with dread, Cunningham urgently radioed for assistance, and security teams promptly arrived. The incident left Cunningham deeply shaken, and he was taken to the base hospital for observation and treatment after sharing the shocking details. Meanwhile, base personnel confirmed an unidentified radar contact near Holloman around the time of Lovett's mysterious vanishing. Search parties scoured the desert, but it would be three agonizing days before Lovett's nude body was discovered, roughly 10 miles from the alleged abduction site. The condition of the body suggested exposure to the elements for 24 to 48 hours. However, the report provided no explanation for the missing third day. Lovett's autopsy presented an array of disturbing findings. His tongue had been severed, his eyes gouged out, and his anus meticulously removed. The report noted a level of surgical precision, precision in extracting organs, particularly the anus and genitalia, which were cleanly removed as if by a skilled hand. Even more perplexing, Levitt's body had been completely drained of blood, yet no signs of vascular collapse, typically associated by death with bleeding, were evident. Despite declassifying Grudge Reports 1 through 12 and Report 14, 
The government remains adamant that Report 13 is a fabrication. The Lovett-Cunningham case stands unverified, and no subsequent reports shed light on the incident, if it indeed transpired. The striking similarities between Lovett's mutilation in the Guarpuranga incident, along with widespread livestock mutilations, deepen the mystery. Without official answers, these eerie and perplexing occurrences continue to challenge our understanding of the unexplained forces at play. And with that, we've reached the end of this episode. Short one, but a fun one. I do have a little treat for you all, though, before I go. Have you heard about Missouri's zombie road? It's blowing up on TikTok right now, and after getting so many messages and videos about it, I really can't resist. So thanks for the nudge, everybody. I've had it on my radar for ages, and I'm finally going to check it out myself. Get ready for some history and eerie stories as I dive into the mysteries of Zombie Road. I've also been talking with some friends, and we're throwing around the idea of doing a monthly paranormal investigation. This would be incredible, as that was my intended direction for this podcast, and I enjoy diving into the history of a location before visiting, in hopes to meet a spectral resident. So that's super exciting. Uh, anyways, yeah, stay tuned, and let's get ready to get spooked together. Don't forget to rate and review Ominous Obsessions on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you have any questions, suggestions, or creepy stories to share, you can reach out at ominousobsessionspod at gmail.com. Stay safe and stay curious. Goodbye.